Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, welcome back. I hope you have been having the most gorgeous morning or day so far, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in once again to hear what I've got to share. And today I'm really, really pumped about my subject for you, which is what does success really look like? Um, I have definitely got, I definitely have days where I don't feel as pumped to record as other days, but today I feel really, really pumped and I'm super excited to have this one in the bag completed. Um, I get these waves of different emotions and these waves of ideas come over me and I've got this big notes section in my phone where I write down all the possible subjects that I might talk about to you guys on the podcast. And some days I feel like, oh, that's a really good subject. I'm going to definitely talk about that next time. But then what happens is I end up not feeling in the mood for it. So a few weeks ago, I was chatting to a friend about um, some some of the family issues that we've had in the past that have been around addiction. And, and that was something that at the time I was like, oh, I definitely have to record that ASAP. But then, you know, the lulls come and the lack of inspiration comes. And so that one's been put on the back burner. But um, I'm excited today because... This week has been a, a really cool, interesting week for me. And when I say cool and interesting, I probably mean more like challenging and a bit of a head fuck, to be honest. But I always look for the gift and I always look for the lesson, the message and how I can move through stuff. So um, last week you would have heard me talk about some, I suppose, well, last week, I think it was, I think it was a bit all over the place, but I was really encouraging you guys to really, really be proud of your achievements and also to be proud of the people around you that are achieving. And, um, and then recording this one, you know, and day or two later, um, I'm like, when did I record that a day or two later? It's going to, it's going to kill me that I've had to keep it like recorded and not released for this long. But, um, cause I feel like it's going to be a great episode, but the thing is, is that, um, this week has had some ups and downs and it's been a bit of an emotional week for me. And so when I say fun and interesting, the reason that I am at that point in my life where I can say that, even though really I've been brought to tears, brought to my knees and felt like some things have been just really challenging me mentally. Um, I know that everything in this life happens for us, not to us. And so I'm constantly reminding myself of these things and this is what I do with my clients. This is what I do at the retreats. And obviously with my online module based coaching now, 
you can get all this stuff packaged up really neatly into some really good information that you can work through in your own time. But the thing is, is we always have to be aware that in life, things are not happening to us. They're happening for us. It's our perspective, whether we choose to see it as, um, as a challenge that we can't handle and that we're going to let bring us to our knees or whether we see it as something that we can learn from, grow from. Um, and trust me when I tell you that it has been one of the most uncomfortable feelings for me the last few days, um, just challenging with a few things or battling with a few things in my own head where I haven't felt like I wanted to see how I can grow from this. I've more felt like I just want to go fuck off, everyone fuck off. I don't want to grow. I just want to drink a bottle of wine, but I won't do that because I'm number one. I'm on a mental clarity diet at the moment. Maybe that's why I'm feeling so inspired. Um, But yeah, I've really decided to make that conscious choice that I will, I will, I will grow through discomfort because that's the only way we do grow, right? We can't grow in a comfort, in a comfort zone. So the comforting zone that I could have been in was give up, stop working so hard, feel sorry for myself, have a cry, or the discomfort zone is push forward, serve people to your highest power, look at how you can add value, um, remember what you're here to do, read that mission statement. I was going to say that fucking mission statement, but I'm like, no, because it's not a fucking mission statement. It's an fucking incredible piece of paper. Read that mission statement, reinforce what you're here to do. And I've, I've actually updated my mission statement a ton this last week because through these challenging times, I've really, really found some inspiration of new direction and things, um, not in terms of career, but just new ways of looking at things and finding what's really, really important. And so I've completely started this podcast without doing (laughs) my shout out. So I'm going to get back. I'm going to get off the roll and get back onto it in a minute. Um, but every single week, anyone who has subscribed, rated a five, given me a five-star rating on your iTunes app and written a review, um, you have the opportunity to get some love from me. And I always want to send my gratitude out there to the world and to you beautiful men and women that listen along. And I know there are men listening now, which is so cool. Um, I know I talk to the mamas a lot and to the women, but I always think that if there is a guy listening, um, you will one day be able to learn this lesson that might help your future wife, partner, current wife, partner, sister, mother. There'll be some way that this, this stuff you can understand better from this. Um, or you are just going to get the nuggets and pretend I'm talking to you instead of a female. So, um, but this one is definitely great for men and women. Uh, so I'm excited, but I'm going to give my shout out. As you guys, if you do or don't know, if you leave me a review, you have a chance to win a monthly gift from me. If I read your podcast out on one of these, you go into the draw and you have a one in four chance of winning. So please don't forget to do it. As much as it is for me, it's for you guys because I need the help to get my message out there to more people. And so by you subscribing, it bumps me up on that list, on that top 10. It gets me closer to the top 10. It means more people get to see what I do. And it means that I can live a life more inspired to share more and more. And trust me when I tell you, if you love what I give you now in terms of rawness and vulnerability and the no fucks given, refreshingly honest approach, it's just going to get better and better. This is me at about 30% because I just, I still battle daily with, I still feel like I'm being so vulnerable 
Um, but I still feel like there's some, there's a part of me that's holding back. Um, and if you're like, shit, what is she going to say next? But yeah, I mean, we all have that, right? We all have this little bit of a guarded spot in our, in our personalities or in who we are that we're not quite ready to let out, but I'm telling you it's coming. So you must subscribe. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to read this gorgeous, gorgeous review from Pebsy P. The podcast that keeps on giving. Wow, Mondays just got good again thanks to this podcast. I eagerly await the new episode so I can be inspired on my early morning walks with my dog. Jess is raw, down to earth, and authentic. As a mum and a wife who is juggling an online business and a career, I find all her topics 100% relatable, and it's almost like Jess is actually talking to me. I'm finding I'm nodding my head and being hit with truth bombs left, right, and center. I would definitely recommend this podcast to anyone who is feeling stuck, lost, or at a crossroad in their life, or for anyone looking for personal growth and inspiration to live their life to their full potential. Keep up the great work, Jess. This has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you so much, Pepsi P. like I said last week, some of these names is hard because we we don't get given like the opportunity to just write our names. So um, thank you so much. All right. So I'm going to jump in and dive into this. And this has been, this is an interesting, it's, I'll tell you what's really hard because <laughs> I feel like I'm on such a roll, but I'll tell you what's really hard is that I, um, I often find it difficult to create a name for my podcast because I'm like, should I be creating names that are more, I don't know, like hard hitting or that create curiosity and all these things. And I tried to do that last week. We'll see what happens. But, um, I think the content is, can be so powerful. And then I'm like, did I make the name powerful enough to match the content? Um, so if you ever have any feedback about that, please let me know. Cause I would love to know if the name of the podcast draws you in. Um, and if so, give me some feedback cause I need to know moving forward. But, um, but today it is all about what success really, really looks like. And I, I love this topic because I was actually, I've, I'll tell you a little bit of background. And as you are, as you are listening to this podcast, I will have just gotten back from a seven day personal development seminar, which is called STP student teacher profit. And it's something that you can only attend if you are part of like, I suppose you would call it like an elite crew. No, um, you're part of, you're part of, um, the coaching like series that this company do. And so, you know, myself and my hubby have invested over, 50 something thousand to be a part of this. Um, and we are called inspired lifers and we've done like three or four different things to get to this point. And so this is like a huge thing that I'm doing and it's STP, um, to be honest, is something that you don't, you never really get told what's going to happen until you get there, which is kind of cool. But, um, but it's, it's going to be next level kind of growth opportunity for, for me, Um, and I'm really excited because I know that bring coming back from it, I'm going to be able to bring you guys even more crazy goodness and some, hopefully some really cool insights. But, um, but we, 
in the lead up, we've had homework. So for the last month, we've had weekly homework and we've been part of teams of six. So we have to get to know our team members because we play games and we do certain things there um, that we need to involve our team in. We're on a special diet, which I mentioned, a mental clarity diet. And there's there's a lot to it. So if you could see like the amount of printouts and the amount of work that I've had I've not had to do that I've chosen to do on the lead up. It's crazy. So we're writing like a, basically like a novel about our life. We are changing in our mission statement three to four times a week. We're doing daily meditations and concentration games. We are writing our 40 year plan, our 35 year plan. It's just crazy. The amount of stuff that we're doing, we're listening to really old uh, and we're reading and listening to really old information and scripture. And it's just, it's insane. Um, but I'm really, really excited. But within that, within that group setting, we were, I was actually set as the team leader and, um, and I was like, of course I was the fucking team leader. Like I always, and this is a good thing, but I always seem to get picked like to be the team leader or the one to go first. It's like, you know, if you're going to jump off, off a bridge when you were a kid, like I, I did that. It was like, you do it first. Like you be the one to like, see how that goes, <laughs> or you be the one to lead the pack. Um, being an Aries. And, um, I just think in terms of who I am and my personality type, I'm totally okay with going first, I'm totally okay with being the leader. I love it when I can do new things and be the person to be like, yeah, you, you should do it. It was good. I loved jumping off that bridge or I loved doing that personal development work or I loved going to that retreat or I don't know. I don't know about tasting weird food, but in general, team leadership is okay by me. But I was like, of course I was picked as the team leader. Um, I saw it in some ways as like a good thing, but then in other ways I was like, oh, now I'm responsible. I've got to step up. But the thing is, is like, I knew that. So what they did is they said with the homework and everything, um, you don't have to do it, but it will be better if you do. (laughs) So there are so many people, right. That would fully just scapegoat that shit. They'd be like, well, they said it. I got, I got the scapegoat straight up. Um, whereas I was like, fuck no, I'm doing it. And I'm getting my folder done weeks in advance. So we had to get all of our past learnings and put them in folders and I'm not perfect by any means. I've had some serious struggles in the last four weeks trying to keep up with everything um, on top of launching an online coaching system and having two children and a husband that travels and, you know, my high standards for myself, but I'm doing it. I did it. Um, Anyway, so you'll be listening to this on like the day after I get back, which is pretty cool. But um, we had some conversations within that group around you know, writing like this long-term plan. And a lot of people ask me about my mission statement. If you haven't listened to that podcast, there's two part one and part two for that. Please go and listen to them because they're really good. Um, it's crazy. Cause I remember when I wrote, when I read that, I was like, it's going to change and it's already changed so dramatically. Now my mission statement's nearly five pages long. Um, and I help and teach people how to do their own mission statements. So if you ever want help with that, please reach out. Um, It's been life-changing for me. But anyway, so we were talking about these, we all have mission statements and we're talking about these like 35, 40-year plans. And it's pretty crazy like to try and plan ahead for when you're 75. But 
I think it was really interesting. And then we started talking about what success really looks like. And, you know, we've got people in our group, um, that have had a lot of financial struggles, including myself in the past. We've got people in our group that are caring for elderly parents. We've got people in our group that are working regular JOBs. Um, we've got people in our group that are property developers. There are, there's a really wide variety of people in the group, which is pretty cool. But, um, we had this interesting conversation through WhatsApp and it was kind of about, it was two things, but the main thing was, is that we, and we, we kind of already talk about this in the past, but I know that this stuff needs to be drilled in and we need to hear it in a different way. But we kind of talk about how we want all this stuff and success often looks like something, right? So for example, um, success to a lot of people looks like, um, getting married, having kids, buying a house, um, having a nice car, the amount of money you've got in the bank account, the, um, the clothing you wear, the clothing you wear, (laughs) um, those types of things. So the number of followers you have, those types of things can be what people generally feel like success looks like, right? So if you see someone and they step out of their, whatever car, whatever car it may be, um, I won't put any, but they step out of their fancy car, hundred thousand plus car. And, and when they do that, they're wearing like this beautiful outfit and they've got the designer handbag. Um, you're going to be like, they're probably successful, right? You're going to be like, yep, that's, that's potentially what success is. And I have a lot of people in my friendship groups, in my circles, within my personal development world, um, fellow coaches and people who are highly committed to their growth that definitely get all the stuff, right? But I think that a lot of people get really confused with what success actually looks like. And for me, I was confused as well. So for a while there, I was like, when I get this and that, I'll be successful. I'll have, I'll have proven that I've made it. And what I've found is that over time, there are there is so there is so little fulfillment that comes from getting stuff or having stuff or looking a certain way. Um, I believe that most of the time it's just a bullshit cover up for some serious shit that's going on behind the scenes because we can all post these nice pictures and I uh, don't get me wrong. I love buying expensive clothes. I love having a nice car. Um, but the success, what success is, is not any of that stuff. There is so, so, so much more to it. Um, and you know, I wrote a post about this and I I was saying in there, you know, success to me is really about my purpose and my vision. And a lot of people really get confused, um, and have trouble with living a purpose filled vision filled life. And, you know, it's said without vision, you're visionless without purpose, you're purposeless. And when you say it like that, I I'm like, huh? without vision, you're visionless. It's easy to say, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I want to do. I don't have any purpose or I don't have a vision or I don't have a mission. But when you're like, you're purposeless, you're living purposelessly. Is that a word? Um, that's when it kind of starts to get a bit scary if you ask me. So when we're chasing, and this, this is a quote that I'll, I'll read from Brianna Weist. Um, but she said, you will never have a happy life until you have a purpose-filled life. 
When we only chase what feels good, we are often left with broken pieces of ourselves, highs and lows and emptiness. But when we pursue what is impactful, meaningful and beautiful, we rise to meet our highest selves and we walk forward with strength and dignity and the solemn conviction that we were born for for a reason and we are here to live it out. I mean, that's just so beautiful. Um, And I know that when I read that and I posted about it, I know that when when I read that, people might be challenged. They're like, that sounds gorgeous, but I don't know why I was born to be here. I don't get it. I don't get the reason. Um, you know, rising to meet our higher selves and impactful and meaningful lives that are beautiful. It It's challenging because some people can barely get out of bed and are feeling like they want to cry before they've even dropped the kids off to school. And feeling so lost in their role. They've had kids and they're like, I don't even know who I am anymore. And then we're expected to have purpose and vision. It's like, for gosh sakes, I just need to get through the day. So I really wanted to talk to you about what success means like, or looks like to me. Um, and I wanted to give you some, some cool tips on how I feel you could start looking deeper into this. But again, I'm going to keep reminding you guys, because honestly, if you love this, you need to go and check it out. But my module-based coaching, you have to go and invest in yourselves. You're going to get free content for me for a very long time. But trust me when I tell you, you supporting me, number one, is incredibly important for me to keep going. But number two, investing in yourself. So don't go and buy that handbag or those pair of shoes or those extra few cocktails or that Uber Eats or whatever go and start saving to invest in yourself. Please do me that favor. Because as much as I say we want all those nice things, you can have all of that and still feel empty as shit or have a really bad credit card rating. Um, And that is not where I want any of you to be in the future. I want, and oh, so I kind of got off track there, but what we were saying in this group, in our little team group, we were talking about this and we have some people that have created huge amounts of abundance um, you know, millions of millions of dollars in, in, um, I suppose like what you would call in earnings, um, or profit due to their great decision-making in life. And then you've got, you know, other people who have nearly gone bankrupt and you've got other people who are living, um, a quieter life. And what we were chatting about is that it seems like a bit of BS to assume that everybody wants the same thing, right? So that's number one is success doesn't look the same to everybody. So we might think that everyone should want the nice car or everyone should want the nice house or the fancy clothes, but some people don't like genuinely don't want it. And I, what I love about that is that that's why success isn't about the things you have. Um, and not everyone is born to have lives where they, um, where they need to go on mission trips overseas to, you know, feed the homeless all around the world or stand on stage and make impact or, um, give to charity in abundance or, um, cure cancer or whatever it may be. Not everyone is destined to have a life like that. And that's why I feel like so many people are feeling like they're not successful because, there's comparison games. There's that, there's that comparisonitis BS crap where we're like, oh, we're not good enough because we're not doing what they're doing. Um, whereas before we knew what everyone else was doing, 
or before we thought we knew what everyone else was doing, we all just had our own little lives to lead. And there's a big space between what success looks like to one person and what success looks like to somebody else. And what I want to encourage everybody to do is find their own version of success, understand it, and then go and seek it on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly level. So it's actually not as hard as you may think it is. Um, but sometimes people really want success. What they don't realize is it's the way they feel. It's not the things they have. It's the way they feel. It's not the money, amount of money in their account. It's the way they feel that is where it's missing. And that is from filling your own cup. So, um, what, Sometimes what you need to do in order to find that purpose and that vision is you do need to unpeel some layers. You need to unpeel some hurt and some damage and some limiting beliefs and you need to unpeel some shit where that is that is holding you back from even thinking you deserve to have success. Um, but that's where my coaching and stuff comes in. But for me, I really don't define my success by number of followers or what's in my bank account anymore. Um I used to definitely feel like that was what I needed. Whereas now what tends to happen is that the more I work on my inner self, the more I do these other things, the more I acknowledge where real success comes from, the money, the abundance, the, the, the bank account balance, the ability to have nice things, the followers, even they all start to come and the quality followers is what I'm talking about. Um, you don't need a hundred thousand followers to be famous, you know, because most people are unengaged when you've got that many followers and they're following you because you're sponsoring posts or putting your booty out there, just saying. Um, so yeah, quality followers, but I did, I really wanted all that stuff in the past, but what I know now is that success to me is about so much more. Um, you know, I think success to me, number one is helping other people find and figure this stuff out. That's why I love showing up for these podcasts, but I'm really all about connection. I'm really all about, um, spending good quality time with good quality people often and having lots of fun and laughing and dancing and listening to music and filling that cup that when I can do that on a regular basis, I'm successful. When I get to walk on the beach and spend time in nature, when I get to feel gratitude and be out in the open near the ocean, soaking up vitamin D, when I get to do that on a regular basis, I'm successful. I'm happy. Um, Things like that seem like the things we should only do on holidays, right? Like we just get to do that once or twice, but we don't get to do it all the time. Um, success to me is really, really, really having, having a love and a self-worth for myself that is wholehearted. So, and trust me when I tell you, I'm still working on it. I still have the days where I look in the mirror and I'm just like, oh, I'm not good enough. But overall success to me is so much bigger than any of that other stuff. But being able to go to the beach, being able to do those things means I need to have a bigger vision and mission because without it, I wouldn't have the flexibility potentially to do those things. I wouldn't live near the beach. Now, I'm not saying again that everyone needs to want what I see as success. You need to determine that for yourself. Um, But loving myself wholeheartedly 
is a, is a big sign of success for me. I used to flap around, like worrying about what to wear and what people were going to think and doing this whole like social contagion crap and playing comparison with myself and with others constantly when all I needed to do was dig deep, go get some help, get a coach, get some people around me, learn some stuff and learn how to love myself and value myself and up-level myself and have self-worth beyond measure. So that to me is success. Um, Success to me is having discipline, a lot of discipline. And in my recent Instagram post, I wrote is having the discipline to know what's good for me because I know that without it, I'd probably be overweight, broke, addicted to drugs, alcohol, or cigarettes, or all of the above. And the thing is, is that when you don't have discipline in one area, it's hard to have it in any other areas. And so I saw that as a, um, I saw that as a bit of a triggering thing. Cause I know that there are a ton of people that are probably like, Oh, really? Would she really be addicted to that stuff? But truth be told, when I was a young girl, my grandfather, who I barely knew and wasn't a very nice person, um, was addicted to lots of different things. Um, my, in my husband's family, there's problems with addiction. There's, so I have always known, and my mum even said to me, be careful because it seems like we've got addictive personalities. And so as much as I love having a really good time, as much as I love going out and partying and doing all that stuff, I have to have discipline around my decisions. And to me, I'm fucking successful because of it. I am a success because I can wake up the day after the hangover on the weekend and drink the beetroot juice and go for a run and get back on the bandwagon with what I know is right. And to me, that then carries out in every area of my life. So if I don't even, if I'm not even successful at being disciplined around what I eat, how I choose to consume my food, if I don't have discipline around how often I look at my fucking phone, for example, then how do I have discipline as a parent? How do I have discipline in my business? How am I organized in the areas that really matter if I can't get the basics right? And so for me, when I ask myself what makes me successful, it's not the end result. It's all the things that happen to get me there. It's all the things that happen in between to get me to the end result. And so being able to wake up and cuddle my kids every morning, success is having meaning behind everything. Success is having really deep conversations with people I just met. I love that. Um, my hubby always says, you know, people just tell just anything and everything about their lives. I shouldn't put that voice on. He doesn't talk like that. Um, I'm like, duh, duh, but that's not how he talks. He's just like, people tell her everything. And I see that as a, as a sign of success because written into my mission statement is I welcome people with a smile. People love my authenticity. I, 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 um, people are always open with me. They know I don't judge them. And so when I have somebody tell me their life story or when I have a random person and I won't call you random, but I, when I have some people I don't know very well, pop over for a sleepover or a glass of wine on the weekend and we have deep and meaningful conversations, I'm like tick success because that stuff is what's important to me. How do I know this? I've done all the work. Now, people don't like the word work, right? Because they associate work with hard, but I've done the enjoyable work that has helped me align with my values and know who I am. Um, It's what I teach now, just saying, (laughs) but um, yeah, I've done the work and I understand myself. And so I know that those things are what I see as successful. Um, 
And success to me is filling my cup every day, not just on holidays, on weekends, um, but being able to get into flow or a flow state, um, which is a which is a thing that I'm learning more and more about. But being being in control of my outcomes, like my happiness outcomes, is so successful to me. Um, becoming in a flow state and understanding myself and knowing I'm creating what I desire because I think that there are so many people that just use these excuses as scapegoats. They just are like, you know what, it's not for me. I can't have all that. I don't deserve it all. But you definitely do. Um, It does not matter whether you believe that or not. That's a limiting belief. That's something you need to work on. But trust me when I tell you, you, you have everything you need to be successful. Your, 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 it's all within you. It's not without, it's not outside of you. Um, so I hope that's given you something to think about. I hope that you've been like, Oh, this has been cool. This is interesting. I like this content. Um, she's giving me a bit of a smack around, but she's also inspiring the heck out of me. That's what I'm hoping. Um, but I wanted to give you like an insight into something that I would suggest you do. Um, now this is elaborated on in more detail in my module based coaching, but I'm going to give you the base. So look, what I, what I do is I talk about routine a lot and I talk about being decisive, having really good quality decision-making in your life and what you need to do to feel successful more often, um, every day, not just when you're on holidays, is you need to figure out a way to get out of your head and into your body more. And so there can be a number of things that you might like to do. Now, I kind of talked to you about some of the things I love to do just before, like going, exercising, eating well, going out in the open, having great quality conversations, having heaps of fun. I'm proud of myself around discipline. So what I would love to encourage you guys to do is write a list of things that make your soul happy. Now, I know that when I took the girls on our first retreat, like there was an, an, I'm sorry, girls, you're going to, if you're listening, you're going to be like, Hey, she's talking about me. (laughs) But there was, there was one gorgeous mama there who just wanted to be able to watch the sun rise or set. I think it was set every afternoon and her happiness idea around happiness was like eating ice cream with her kids. Another one was like the one of the happiest and best things she does is create the most gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous um, food for people. And another lady, girl, lady, woman, <laughs> it was about making the most sensational Christmas trees and decorating them so fabulously for her house. Um, so we all have different things. For me, like I love... Um, I love having magnesium baths. That's one thing that I really like. I love connecting with people. I love sending voice messages to people. Like it's, I don't know why I do podcasts. No, that's me being sarcastic. Clearly I love talking, but I love connection. And so I get that all the time. I'm on fire around what I know serves me, but then there's other things that you need. So I want you to write a list of things, everything you feel like you love, if it's eating pasta, if it's like one of the things that I freaking love, which is so disgusting, um, is like dipping McDonald's hot chips into the sundae with the chocolate sauce. Like it's so revolting. Um, but like I could do that once or twice a year and I'm sure it would fill my cup. I don't need to do it daily. Um, 
but there are like things that just make you happy, right? Um, eating pasta might be one having sex. I don't know, doing exercise. It might be something adventurous. You might really be into some sort of extreme sport, or you might be into hiking, or you might be into painting or making, doing things with clay, or you might really love helping people and you might want to volunteer, or you might want to play with your kids more often. Like you need to really get, get heavy on writing a list. And then what I want you to do is I want you to break them into things that are feasible daily. Um, and those things are non-negotiable new, new things that we would call part of a routine just as normal. I want these things to be as normal as brushing your teeth or having a shower. And if you don't do those things daily, then you are disgusting. (laughs) No, kind of, but you need to make them part of your new normal. So meditation, reading my mission statement, those two things like meditation by, I mean, by that 10 minutes, you've got a recording from me. You can look it up in the podcast, but 10 minutes of being present, being in the present moment every day. So waking up early, being in the present moment, reading my mission statement, they're essential. Drinking water. I pretty much say this, this is one of my things. I drink water or wine or tea or coffee, but that's pretty much it. And if you look up blue zones, they do the same. So I'm saying that's totally fine by me. But I know that drinking water is a new normal for me. I don't go outside and look for other stuff because that is part of something that makes me feel successful and that's helping my longevity. So those are the types of things you could do daily. If it's doing yoga, you can find five minutes to do a few downward dogs. You don't need to go to a yoga class at the best yoga studio in town. You can, you can do this stuff on your own. So don't start making up excuses already about why you can't do stuff. Trust me, excuses are the biggest killer of dreams ever known to man. They're fucked. So stop making excuses. Trust me when I tell you, you will be happier if you take this advice versus if you don't. So then after you have that daily stuff, you're going to look for the weekly things. So one of the weekly things might be once a week, I want to go walk on the beach if you don't live near one like I do. So you plan it, you schedule it into the diary. It might be having a magnesium salt bath. It might be writing a page of a book you've always wanted to write. It might be, I don't even know, doing something crafty, coloring something in, um, calling a friend, whatever it is, things that make you feel successful and that you love outside of what you get, what you, what you earn, all those things. Then you think about your monthly, you think about your quarterly, you think about your yearly things. And yearly things are things like holidays. Yearly things are stuff like, where do I get my quality time? But monthly, I think is probably one of the most impactful because you can go for two or three months without doing a lot of stuff. And then you start getting that like itchy cabin fever feeling. And so you need to understand that that is where the gold is going to come from. Um, And there's no, I have to mentality around this stuff. This is stuff that's going to get you into flow. That's going to get you into your soul. That's going to make you feel a part of your body and out of your head. So into your heart and out of your head. So there's no, oh, I have to get up because I've got to read my mission statement or I've got to meditate and I'm so tired. It's like, I, I don't have to, I absolutely want to. And I would never exchange the feelings I get from this. I would never exchange the levels of success I feel for this bullshit's excuses and limiting beliefs. So on that topic, 
when you're doing things like that, when you're doing things that are really connected to your soul, that are out of your head and into the body and into that flow state, you need to know that these things have to be in alignment with your values. So if you don't know your values, you need to go and figure that out. There's a really cool process I take my clients through and it's in the module-based system. It's in, it's in, a, it's in um, module two, but we, we delve into it deeper as we go along. You need to have this stuff in alignment with your values because if you don't live in alignment with your values, it's really hard to be happy. Um, and the other thing is, is please do me a favor and make most of these, if not all of these things on this list that you're going to create without phones. No phones, please, um, because phones don't, don't, don't align with flow state and success. Like the best thing you can do for yourself is put that fucker away, like have limitations around it. Work at your computer. Don't work while you're making breakfast for your kids. Like do things that are going to be serving you long-term because trust me, our parents and our grandparents did not walk around with their head down, looking at a square, missing the beauty of life. So do that for me. And when you're listening to these podcasts, align it with exercise or do it while you're in the car. So you are doing two things at once. I beg you, I beg you, I beg you. All right. So I look forward to hearing from you. I hope that this episode is one of your favorites. I think it's going to be one of mine. Um, I want feedback guys. I'm going to hold you to it. Like there's thousands of people downloading these now. So come on, give me feedback, send me stuff, get into my Facebook support group as well. So if you purchase the modules, um, the online module coaching, you can go into a very special group where we do like more and more one-on-one stuff. If you don't, I have a free support group as well. So you can get in there and share what you've thought about this or any other episode. Thank you so much for tuning in so much love and gratitude to you guys for sticking by me and giving me the opportunity to serve you at a higher level. I love you all. Have a beautiful day. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the abundance hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.